Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 22, verses 23 to 31. You who fear the Lord, praise Him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify Him, and stand in awe of Him, all you offspring of Israel. For He has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, and He has not hidden His face from Him, but He has heard when He cried to Him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation, my vows I will perform before those who fear Him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth, eat and worship before him, shall bow all who go down to the dust, even the one who could not keep himself alive. Posterity shall serve him. It shall be told to the Lord of the coming generation. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, that he has done it. Genesis chapter 16, verses 7 to 15. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offsprings that they cannot be numbered for the multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has listened to your affliction. He shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone, and everyone's hand against him, and he shall dwell all over against his kinsmen. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, You are a God of seeing, she said. Truly here I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore the well shall be called Birlahiro, and lies between Kadesh and Bered. And Haggai bore Abram a son, and Abram called the name of his son, whom Agar, Hagar born Ishmael. Mark 8, verses 23 to 30. And Jesus went on to his disciples with the village, to the villages of Caesarea and Philippi. And on the way he asked his disciples, Who do you people say that I am? And they told him, John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Others say one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do you say I am? Peter answered him, You are the Christ. And he strictly charged them, to tell no one about him. Good morning, this is Tim Tribble, broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 22, verses 23 to 31, Genesis chapter 16, verses 7 to 15, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 27 to 30. As we revisit Psalm 22 again, there's, uh, in, in writing, there's uh, 
something we use, they're called metaphors, similes, and analogies. And <clears throat> this is what throws biblical literists for a loop. Because a lot of things in the Bible, you cannot take them literally. It doesn't work. Because in the art of storytelling, which this is what the Bible is. The Bible is telling the story in the Old Testament. This is the, the story of the, the creation of the world. They weren't there then, so their oral tradition stories have been passed down and finally written down. Um, and of course we have the history of the Jewish people. So from God's covenant with Abraham, which we've been we'll be talking about, through Egypt and the time in, in the you know going you know escape from Egypt, wandering in the desert, getting into Cana, and their story all the way up, and then we have the coming of Jesus, and that story is told, and when we have the letters of the apostles and what they did after the crucifixion, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus. They were sent out as we are to spread the word. So there's a lot of, when, when you're trying to tell a story to someone, you're trying to get somebody to understand something, um, you use terms and compare it to things that they're familiar with. Um, years ago when uh, I was a volunteer firefighter EMT, I used to teach first aid and CPR. When I taught to firefighters, I always talked about the pump analogy because comparing the heart to the pump on your, your fire engine as these guys understand that so when I'm explaining how the heart works and all that they can, oh okay get it so they it, it helps to understand it's not that your heart is a pump in a fire engine it doesn't work that way um, and in other words and, and when we tell stories and we try we try to teach people we try to know your audience and, and bring things in that your audience understands so in the psalm today, uh, one of the things that they talk about is uh, that the afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. That's verse 26. And the afflicted, so they're, they're talking about people who have been afflicted, you know, going through tough times. And God will take, God will give you your fill. You shall eat until you sat to you satisfied and that's a way of explaining how, how this works it's not God's not actually feeding us like a buffet this is not an all-you-can-eat buffet but this is God will take care of us until we're good and this is a, a way of explaining this um, in the Psalms so that people can understand because they understand being able to eat a meal until you're satisfied in the reading in Genesis today, we have the continuing saga. So remember, uh, Sarai didn't think she could bear Abram a son, so she had a uh, younger female servant slash slave known as Hagar. So she gave Abram Hagar as a wife. He laid with her. She became pregnant. She gave a dirty look to Sarai. Sarai got pissed off at her so now she's running away from Sarai because she's worried about how she's being going to be treated and what's going to happen to her and in today's reading the angel of the Lord found her in the spring in the wilderness and it was on the way to Shur S-H-U-R 
And he talks to Hagar, tells her that, you know, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm running away from my mistress. And he says, you need to return and submit to her. But he also gives her in that a promise. <clears throat> the angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring. They cannot be numbered for multitude. And then he, you're pregnant, you shall bear a son. They shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord has listened to your affliction. There's that word again. He shall be a wild donkey of a man. His hand shall be against everyone and everyone's hand against him. And he shall dwell over against all his king's kinsmen. So, <clears throat> again, wild donkey of a man. So there's a, a simile um, saying that he's a man, but he's going to be like a wild donkey. And if you've ever, ever seen a wild donkey, you know, the brain and kicking and all that, it's, it's you know, takes a lot to control him. So she did. She went back. She had her son, and it's son and um, Abram. Still not Abraham yet. So he's Abram at this point. Um, did name him Ishmael. So now we move on to the Gospel of Mark, and here we have Peter. So this is Saint Peter that we refer to, the Rock of the Church, as Jesus will call him later. And there, Jesus is. Uh, they're walking to the, the villages of Caesarea and Philippi. And on the way, he, uh, Jesus is talking to his disciples. You know, they're walking down the dirt road, talking and saying, All right, so hey, so who do, who do people say I am? Who, you know, what's going on? What, what, what's the, you know, he's trying to get some, some understanding of what people are going, what are people saying about me? Who do they say I am? And there's all these, you know, there's a wide variety of answers. Mm -hmm. John the Baptist, although John Baptist at this point has already uh, been beheaded by Herod. Uh, others say Elijah. Remember, Elijah uh, transcended to heaven. He did not die. He was lifted up. They could be coming. So there were people who think that he was coming back. So he could have been Elijah. But Elijah didn't die. He just walked with God, as it says in the scripture. And others just, you know, he's, you're, a pro, you're one of the prophets. So Jeremiah, Daniel, you know, all those Old Testament, he's, he's just another one in the line of prophets. Jesus said, all right, so who do you guys think I am? And Peter, you are the Christ. And so all he said, forward, you are the Christ. And then Jesus strictly charged them not to tell and no one about him. Because it was not time yet for him to be revealed. That takes place on Good Friday. When he enters into Jerusalem. Before he is taken and crucified. So Peter knows what's going on. And the thing I want, the thing you take, that I take away from Peter... Hey, this is Peter. This is you are the Christ. This is the Peter who is just go Jesus, go Jesus. He's Jesus's biggest fan, biggest you know. He's all about Jesus. And Jesus will also tell him later on, "You will deny me three times before the cock crows in the morning." And he did. Peter is considered the rock of the church, the rock of Christianity. Uh, he is mentioned, he and Paul, it's usually St. Peter, St. Paul, 
uh, they're kind of put together. Okay, they are the two big names that came out right after the resurrection and ascension. They're the two that really ran ran things. So yeah, you can, and this is this is God. You know, this is this is the way we work as human beings. This is what God understands, and this is the way we are. Yes, Peter, you can be Peter. You can be for God, and at the same time, uh, you will deny Him, but you will come back. You will be redeemed because you will because. As we'll read later when we do the story of Peter, you'll find out he realized it, he repented, and came back even stronger. And that's the message to have from this is, be a, you know, we may be a Peter, we may make mistakes, we atone for them, we confess them, and then we come back stronger than ever. Amen. A prayer for the poor and neglected from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and most merciful God, we remember before you all poor and neglected persons whom it would be easy for us to forget. The homeless and the destitute, the old and the sick, and all who have none to care for them. Help us to heal those who are broken in body or spirit and to turn their sorrow into joy. Grant this, Father, for the love of your Son, who for our sake became poor, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PPUHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. Semper Familia.